you killed two Marines, you should be in jail. But someone deemed the dollar value of your training to be higher than the lives of those two men. If you survive, Air Force keeps a pilot. If you don't, you're a cautionary tale to all the other fly-by-wire assholes. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. Lea Lacum Labuman. <laughs> okay. Was that Latvian like... For the, it's Latvian for the greater good. Latvian. I was just asked if you could do it in U- Ukrainian, but okay, Latvian works. Cool. Yeah. That works. Cool. Yeah, yeah. All right. This is episode three hundred and thirty-eight. Um, we're talking about outside the wire. Standing outside the wire. What? What's the movie called? Outside the wire. One more time for it. Outside the wire. Okay. Just wanted to see how many times we could say it because the movie didn't let us know what it was called. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This this movie has the thing where like you know how a lot of movies um, will say the name of their movie in the movie and you it's like a like oh they did, did it one time they did it yeah, yeah this movie did it well Sam actually suggested I count so there are actually three times we hear the phrase outside the wire we hear two or three other times where they use a different phrase like. They're going on the other side of the wire or <laughs> wireless um, bra. Yeah, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So there's there's a lot of that. Anyway, we're going to get to that later. Very specifically, we're going to get to that later. This is episode 338, which I've already said. I don't know why I'm saying it again. I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew. Are the gummy bears our hopping man, Jimison? I am that character. Am I not? Like every time we do this, I'm eating some sort eating of something. Yeah. <laughs> and that is me. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I like it. Um, Sam. What? <laughs> I just realized that I, I forgot that I made this your middle name because we just talked about this. Sam, some version of Outside the Wire was said at least five times vector. <laughs> just yes. Well, just so you know, Sean, I would, I would completely lock you outside the wire. Oh, like mm-hmm. if there was a door or a gate, you would be locked outside of that outside the wire. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's fair. So they could they could do what they have their way with you. Ooh. So. I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And joining us tonight is of course the most specialist of special guests, my good and dear long friend. No. He's a friend who I've known a long time. That was weird. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you guys did say it was going to get weird earlier. Very quickly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, you have to bear with me, a uh, special guest who we clearly don't know who it is yet, uh, other than the fact that I've been advertising it for a week. Yours is an audio middle name, so just, just bear with me. Steven. I'm sad alone on a bench in the park. Everett. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just got kicked off of Spotify and YouTube. That's okay. Yeah. And also, uh, speaking of Ukraine, don't didn't they kick us off 
of Ukraine at some point. Turkey, Turkey banned Turkey. Turkey one of our YouTube sorry. videos. Yeah, the the yeah. king of deli meat. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I that that combines two loves: Weird Al and the presidents of the United States of America. The band, not the actual institution. Yeah. Bartlett yeah. for president. Yeah. No, I, as soon as... So I watched this movie uh, last night with Sam. Um, I was actually at his house. Uh, I was doing yeah. a, a video shoot up near where he lived. And so I said, hey, I'm coming to crash at your house. And he said, great. So we watched the movie and had a good time. Though you actually had already watched it once, but you got to kind of yeah. watch it again. And we laughed. And as soon as they referred to those robots as gumps, that song was in my head the rest of the movie. See, you thought that. I thought my name's Forrest. Forrest Gump. Yeah. Well, that's that's what that's I brought what up I too. I was like, maybe this, you know, the way the military nicknames things that that's had had to have been it, right? They they maybe run all the time or something. I don't know. Yeah. Once so. I found out they were called Gumps, I was like, well, this is all going to go down over a fiercely contested table tennis match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That sounds about right. So yeah, this is this yeah. movie, 2021's Outside the Wire, starring Anthony Mackie, uh, who of course we know as the Falcon from wow. the MCU, and the da- uh, Dam- Damson, Damson? Ooh, I'm saying his name wrong, Idris, Idris? He's Idris? W- Idris? He's the dude what is the star of Snowfall, that FX show that's really popular. And a bunch of other people I've never heard of except one guy who is the colonel, and I've seen him in things as recently yeah, uh, as... of Cards. Uh, yeah, he's Doug Stamper in House of Cards. Right? I never yeah. watched House of Cards. Oh, he's oh. the best character. Well, you can't now. Oh, why not? Did they... uh, Kevin Spacey is a creepy, so you're not allowed to watch it. Nobody will, will want to talk to you about it now. That's true. Is that is that real? Like, I mean, are we still there? Because we've had the yeah, we've, we've kind of had this so. conversation. Because like like I like the movie Baby Driver, and I want to continue to watch the movie Baby Driver, even though Kevin Spacey is in it with a character named Baby. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and you can watch that movie as long as you never tell anybody that you watched it. Well, we did. Well, we did a whole podcast <laughs> on the Negotiator. <laughs> after it's kind of like after it's kind of like puberty. Yeah, you can watch it. Just don't tell anybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Or leave the files open. Yeah, yeah. No, I have no idea where everybody should come down. I just, uh, it's, it is odd that you know, House right. of Cards has become one of those things where you're like, I don't, I, I know how I feel, but I don't want to say how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we can all agree, except for Sean, that it's a wonderful. <laughs> It's a wonderful show, really well done. Oh, but, yeah. But Kevin Spacey's a creep. I, see what you, I thought you were going to say everybody could agree, except for Sean, that Kevin Spacey sucks. But I was like, wait a minute, that's not where this is going. <laughs> okay, I'm with you. Um, no, so this movie is uh, a movie that we watched, and it's a Netflix original. And like I said, yep. no, the other guy here, I was going to mention, um, I guess you guys mentioned him, the dude, what is the colonel who was in that? I know him most recently from the new Jack Game Ryan. of Thrones. He's in Game of Thrones. No, not the bad no, guy. No, 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 the bad guy, Colonel Man. Yeah, he, the guy that was Colonel. in the intro clip. He, um, yeah, he was in the, the Colonel Sanders. Yeah, he was in season two yeah. of the Jack Ryan show. That's what I know him from. I'm sure he's okay. In. Michael Kelly, I think, is his. Yeah, that's his name, and he's in a lot. That's of right. He was in House. Of, now I remember his character in House of Cards. Okay, 
Yeah, well, he was in, uh, he was in the Man of Steel, too, or also. Mm-hmm. So we have both MCU and DCEU. I really liked him in uh, the Adjustment Bureau. Oh, neat. It's about tailoring up. pants. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. It is. Uh, he was in a bunch of Criminal Minds stuff. He was in yeah, a bunch of Criminal Minds things. Uh, of course, You're he was in Law & Order because everybody is in Law & Order. Oh, he was in... Oh, wait. What? Mr. You, and you, Mrs. Smith, the TV movie. Ooh, oh, there's a TV version. Dear. Let's review that next time. Yeah. Uh, and let's not forget how we found out about him as Papa Doc in 8 Mile. Yeah, let's Wait, not forget what? that. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Huh, okay. uh, he, he loses the uh, the ultimate rap battle in that movie to Eminem. Uh, are we, he plays Clarence. Are we talking about the same person? I don't think we are. The guy from House of Cards? No, no, no. We're talking about oh. Anthony Mackie. Oh, oh Mackie. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry about like, that. Sorry. This, this old white guy lost a rap battle and we're surprised? <laughs> like, Doug no wonder he lost. He, should, he had no business there. <laughs> yeah. oh. It's not your culture, sir. Uh, Who did, let him in? I, I, mean, did, I didn't know Anthony Mackie was in 8 Mile. That's cool. Dude, yeah. He's, he plays the rapper who's like already gotten a deal but has no street cred. Papa Doc, yeah, you're right. I've never seen Eight Mile. I need to watch that. Or maybe oh my gosh, Ooh, yeah, man, wow, yeah, Hell, he was, I, I, for some reason, like for me, his career doesn't start until the Straight Out of Compton. No, the Bomb movie. <laughs> the Bond movie. Bomb. Um. What's outside it? the wire. No, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Standing outside the wire. You're gonna do that every time, aren't you? I don't know. It's just hit, when it hits me. Okay. Sure. Uh, the Hurt Locker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. early for him, too. But Papa yeah, Doc yeah. was like his first thing. I think he might have been in, like, Remember the Titans or something. Well, he was in We Are Marshall. He we Are was Marshall. The, there one of the few go. guys yeah. that survived. Like, he wasn't on the plane because he was injured. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, he just has a trustworthy face. Like, I, I really just want to believe in Anthony Mackie. Well, I mean, who doesn't? So he's done such other fun things as Eagle Eye. Which mm. is uh, Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, it's kind of a fun movie. It Shia might be LaBeouf. worth doing for this show. He did Real Steel, which was you know you know uh, Rock'em Sock'em Robots the movie, which is kind of fun. Uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, nice. which that was fun. I actually like that movie a lot. Uh, Pain and Gain, and then of course we see him, and then in Winter Soldier, and then life just got real good for him. So. There you go, Anthony Mackie. He's great. He's he's awesome. Wait a second. Doesn't he come out? Doesn't doesn't isn't that this week? The Winter Soldier? Yeah, it's coming out this Friday. So that'll be yeah. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Sounds yep. like a really fun buddy cop kind of a thing. And at least the previews make it feel like that way. And yep. I am excited for that very thing. Have you uh have you seen the the latest thing they're gonna disappoint us with from DC that Zack Snyder's cut of like, Justice League is coming out? Like the eighty eight hour cut of uh you, you can all shut your mouth. So, <laughs> I know, Andrew, shut you're, your, a, shut, you're a fan it. and you're going to defend it, and that's fine. And I'm going to watch it because I have HBO Max, and I'm going to, yeah, whatever, I'll, right. I'll try to give it my, my best take. Here's the, I, I had to tweet this out the other day. So, a big deal was made when Christopher Nolan came out and said, oh, my dear friend Zack Snyder, you should never watch the Joss Whedon version because it's an abomination to your vision. 
And all I could think of is Zach would have had to watch that version so he would know what to change. Yeah. Like, I don't understand that logic. Well, so. I'm, no, 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 no. He had, he had video, right? Well, I know you're right. Okay. So on the, in the editing room, he did have some things <laughs> that he shot. Unless, unless he just threw away the, the Whedon takes and only used his own, which I doubt. Well, but even if you threw away the reshoots that Whedon, Whedon did, Whedon. He, and I don't know, it, feel, it still feels weird, like a weird thing to say. I understand, I guess, Christopher Nolan's idea. But here's another weird thing also. This is not a new yeah. movie. This movie's been out like two years, and all of a sudden now yeah. we're, we're pooping all over it? It seems like a weird thing. Now, I, maybe, it's, maybe it's convenient to poop all over it because there's a lot of weird stuff coming out about Joss Whedon right now, but... Whedon? Yeah. No, I just I'm just pooping on the merits of the film. It has nothing to do with anybody who was in it. I, I mean, I, I'm I'm all for that. I know just to, not only just to annoy Andrew, but oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, oh, bless. I, I don't know. It's it, fine. It'll be fine, I guess. I don't know. I just <laughs> hey, Gal Gadot I just, is great. Yeah, I just worry is. it's just going to be slow motion, ex- excessive slow motion. That's that's my worry. Is well, just, how do you think they get that? that much runtime out of it. <laughs> yeah. That's, that is very, very true. <laughs> You're not wrong. Very, very He's true. He's not Brian De Palma. <sighs> so, Outside, <laughs> outside the Wire. Outside the Wire. Directed by Michael... Standing outside the wire. Okay, this is going to be a long episode. Directed by Michael Haufstrom. His, mm-hmm. his name is one of those names that has lots of little symbols above his letters. Scandinavian. He's yep. Swedish. Norwegian. Which is a Scandinavian country. Well, I know. In the Finnish. <laughs> Sam, are you just going to name he's, off random other countries that are he's not a, Sweden? A finisher. Finisher. He's a finisher. <laughs> That's right. Um, so he has directed other such films as uh, he did something called Escape Plan in 2013. He did 1408, which I think is some kind of scary movie. And he did. Drowning Ghosts. I didn't know you could drown a ghost. And something called Evil. Basically, <laughs> I've never heard of any of your movies. And that's fine. So, he did this one. There you go. So, Sam, let's go ahead and kick uh, kick this thing off with your five-word review. All right. Um, my first, I only have one tonight. And it's totally... It, it feels like my day today um, as I wrote it. It's basically, there's... There's no emphasis behind this, and it's just great action with no heart. Um, it, this reminded me a lot of um, Extraction in some ways. Some of the action set pieces were were pretty amazing, but I didn't care about these two guys like I did Chris Hemsworth, mm-hmm. right? And the story itself was kind of, I don't want to say tropey, but... It, we've seen it before and my, my biggest complaint, uh, and, and it's going to sound really strange. My biggest complaint is that the, the, the robots, these fighting robots went from the gump design, which was, you know, still pretty cool all the way to, uh, to Mackie. It, 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 was there no in between, you know, is there no c- cyborgs? Is there, you know, I just I found it really strange that um, it seemed like the technology leaped a little too far ahead. But 
I I enjoyed watching uh, the action in this thing, and and it's just one of those movies where, you know, it's kind of like you know Sean was was watching it on the TV in my living room uh, last night, and it was just kind of fun to be like, <laughs> you know, laugh and point and you know look at that one, you know that that he just blew her head off, you know, or it, it just it's it was a a good ride. Let's just say that. Okay, let's say that. Yeah, I mean, I, it's it's again. I think there's a reason why we're talking about Justice League um, <laughs> before jumping into this, and it's mainly because there's not. Uh, it's just, it's there. It's a movie. It's 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 a reason it's not on Netflix and not being held to put in the theaters. So I um, I, I sound like I'm poo pooing it, and I, I kind of am. That is just, it's a little forgettable. All right. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Andrew, what you got? I have... Can we just trust AI already? (laughs) (laughs) Like, can we have a movie where the AI doesn't turn on us and destroy humanity? Uh, (laughs) In that essence, I think we could all say we saw that coming. Um... (laughs) (laughs) I'm... Uh, Andrew, hold your thought. I'm laughing specifically because, again, I watched this with Sam sitting next to me, and I had my laptop, and there was a moment in which I typed, I, this was my literal note was, I feel like Anthony Mackie will become the bad guy because his programming has evolved. And so then when the shift <laughs> happens, I literally paused the movie and showed Sam, look, I took this note a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, we've seen it before, right? We saw Ex Machina and we saw, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, what's the uh, Will Smith, what is that? iRobot. iRobot, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's such a complex title, I Forgot it. <laughs> the um, robot one where it's just him. It's like him, him, him robot or something. Yeah. Me, me robot. <laughs> um, but I, we've seen this. We've seen it. Yeah. I, I mean, the action part of it, fine, whatever. Um, but Sam's right. I didn't care about these people. <laughs> uh, and when he was like, you're going to kill, uh, you know, 100,000 people or a million people. I'm like, okay, go for it. Just nuke them. I, at this point, I don't care. So <laughs> I just want to feel something. <laughs> <laughs> have, we been like, in, have we been in quarantine enough that, that our humanity has been stripped from us? <laughs> I just want to get off the bathroom floor and stop eating cheese puffs. So, <laughs> you know, in Andrew, anyway. before we leave this moment, I know we're laughing about cheese puffs and bathroom floors, but like, to your point about nuking the U.S., there was kind of a part of me that thought the same thing. That like, maybe in this version, the U.S. has gotten so out of its depth of, of being the world police, that maybe we need to have a mass casualty event so that we would stop trying to control the world. Like, I thought that's what the, right? the story is trying to tell us, I think. Yeah. Um, but then ultimately the guy makes the decision to, to not, you know, to stop the, you know, the, 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 the terrible event and that maybe eventually people will... Like, I think he's a little naive and has more faith in humanity than is actually there. I, don't mm-hmm. know. I kind of viewed this as an alternate timeline when Doc and Marty went back and, <laughs> and, and Trump was reelected. That's how Marty. I, it, <laughs> so that's where I am. <laughs> All yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah really. They went back and they betted on some sports thing and they just screwed it all up. Yeah. Yeah. Which by the way, side note, uh, Christopher Lloyd is doing a show, uh, 
I, don't, I think it's on Peacock, maybe. I don't remember where I saw it, but it's about uh, Back to the Future. So, really? yeah, take a look for. Take a look. Honestly, at honestly, the uh, Jeff Goldblum show and the Christopher Lloyd show should run concurrently forever. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would I'd be, be okay of, with that. That'd be kind of amazing. Steven, did did you have one? Oh yeah, uh, my five word review is: Can we get some acting? <laughs> I yeah, I was not compelled in any way by this movie. The young kid uh, seems like a just an empty vessel, um, <laughs> and then I didn't buy uh, the dude playing the colonel from a uh, House of Cards. Like I love that actor and and everything he's been in, but I was just like, man. I just I thought the script was thin. I thought the uh, just any kind of moment where they were supposed to humanize their character, it just came off as like off-putting. It was like watching a Gyllenhaal family reunion. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Um, <laughs> There's your title. I hope you uh, the Gyllenhaal family reunion. Okay. No, no. Good luck I, spelling I, Gyllenhaal. I'm gonna spell yeah. it wrong on purpose too. It's gonna I, be like I, I totally agree because and let me let me piggyback on Stephen. You know, Mackie is supposed to be a, a robot, AI, right? And there are times when it looks like he's trying to act like a robot, but most of the time it's like they actually program this thing to be, you know, human-ish to, to a point of, of you know, cracking jokes and, and being too... It just felt weird. Yeah, and like struggling with decisions. Like, I don't think robots yeah. struggle with like, yeah. what should I do? Yeah. And that I I didn't like. I think if he would have been more like um, Hal from from two thousand one, or you know, I I think he could have acted his butt off in this thing as a very advanced robot. But yeah, like your dispassionate creature. Yes, yes. Here's what and I. Think. That, yeah. If we're at the point in our technology that we've invented this, we we're in the point of our civilization that we've invented this. Uh, this kind of technology and this, uh, these abilities that robots, we would not make it to the military. Everybody thinks, oh, the military. No. Everybody would have sex spots and we wouldn't be leaving our houses. <laughs> it's coming. Especially Wait. if they all look like Anthony Mackie. Yeah. I mean, geez. Yeah. Hot job. Yeah. So, but, but again, I think uh, you're right there. And that's why we don't care about these, these characters. It's, it's just, it, it was phoned in, it felt like. Yeah, I mean, one of the kind of weird things that I was I kept keying on was that, and one of you or both of you or all of three of you have said this, is that like Anthony Mackie is so far advanced compared to the rest of the technology of the movie. I mean, it feels like he was beamed in from Star Trek and it's still, and we're all, everybody else is living in 2035 or something, you know? Like, mm -hmm. it yep. just, it's, it seems so advanced that... It's, it's what kind of makes him unbelievable as a, as a thing because mm -hmm. he knows how to swear and be chummy. And oh my gosh, did could he not touch that guy anymore in this movie? Like every time he <laughs> laughed, he had to like, I don't know if maybe that's robot thinking of I have to touch you to create a friendly bond kind of a thing. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like it, it felt like every time that the, the rookie was struggling with something, Mackie would just laugh and then pat him on the shoulder or give him a head, you know, a, a, a bump in the chest or something. It just, it felt like, I mean, the fact that they, we've already keyed on the fact that they said, 
outside the wire a bunch. Outside the wire. I noticed the the hand touching bit a lot. It's just, oh my gosh, keep your hands to yourself. This is COVID yep. times, man. Yeah, I wonder if that's like a Scandinavian director it was like, hey, why don't you guys touching each other more? That's what we do. And they're like, oh, that's not really like an American thing. And they're like, yes, it's going to be weird if we don't touch more. <laughs> For some reason, that sounded Russian. <laughs> no, there was a subtlety to it, but uh, I understand to the unrefined palate. Yeah, like mine. <laughs> From the hills of wherever. So my five word is I actually pulled an Andrew and only used four. I couldn't think of another adjective that would really fit. So when you guys oh, can, can have one, can of, help you. one of my extra ones, and that is simply action, violent, sweary, iRobot. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can see it. So because yeah, it's kind of ruthless iRobot. Well, in yeah. that, so like in, in the iRobot case, that the cap in is, isn't sunny. Uh, from iRobot, because Sonny is not only programmed to be able to ignore the three laws of robotics, but he's programmed with the ideals of human nature. Whereas the AI that is ultimately the bad guy in iRobot kind of does the thing that this robot does, and that is, in order to save humanity, I need to do... I need bad to do, things to it. I need to do some bad things. I need to kill a few million so I can save three hundred million, kind of a thing. Yeah, you know, doing doing the math. And what was so good about iRobot, and partially also because I think Will Smith is acting in that scene is really great, is the scene that he tells. He's talking to Tom Brady's baby mama in that movie, <laughs> and he talks about how a robot saved his life. There was a car accident, and it was a girl and him. And the girl only had a 12% chance of living, but he had a 30. So the robot made a choice and saved him, not the girl, because he was the more logical choice. But a human would have saved the girl, the little girl, right? So the, that's what the movie's trying to make, is like they're trying to make the point that humanity makes better choices than robots, which is, I think, a really great kind of point to iRobot. Whereas in this movie... I was never really, like, it, it felt like Anthony Mackie's robot, he kept changing, I don't know, maybe I was having a hard time following it because Sam's dog kept attacking me or whatever, but, like, I was, I kept getting confused. It's like, did, did he want to kill everybody or not everybody or just oh. Americans or not? I was I Well, was, and, like, how you, you know, circumvent his authority is like, well, you have to be with me, otherwise I can't do this. And then later on, he's like, fine, you have to stop. And he's like, I don't need your approval anymore. <laughs> Yeah, like you yeah, have no, that's to, convenient. You have to be with me, but then when we get to the bank, you go by yourself and I'm going to go by myself. So are we like is there is there a proximity thing or maybe when you cut the thing out of my back like yeah, and like what a design flaw that we put that like just kind of real easy to get to at the back, at the top. Yeah. You guys are all right and I I was wanting to <laughs> like this movie so much. Like like this was originally going to be in our in our list of movies to do for Black History Month, and then we were persuaded by listener Maxton to do some better movies, and I'm really glad that he did because I kind of would have felt bad if this was in that month because those were all pretty good movies. Yeah, and I think this would have maybe sullied it a little bit. I mean, not to say that The Last Dragon was some you know beacon of of greatness, but I would rather watch The Last Dragon than this. Just gonna be honest. Yeah. 
just because that one's weird and entertaining. I mean, this action in this movie is good. I mean, it's good action. When he dove through mm-hmm. the window, like both sides of the car, like that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but the problem is he's a robot, so he's supposed to do cool things. Yeah. yeah. You know? And have the strength to do that, to, the strength to throw a flag through a body. Yeah. Or, or the strength to break arms instantly. Um, like he did. So, isn't it amazing how quickly that loses its like impressiveness? We're like, well, he's a robot. He's designed to jump through. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> wish they would have laid on that he's a robot later in the movie. You know, okay. show show me something cool, and let the rookie be really impressed, and then we find out. Like he gets shot, and then the rookie goes to get the med kit, and then the guy's like, "No, just bring over that e tape." Yeah. You know, because they they still could have done the whole. You know, you've got t- t- ten seconds to to deal with it. Yeah. You know, but um, no, I agree. I think that the, especially since he didn't act like a robot, for God's sake. Yeah. Right. And anyway. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just you're right. Uh, we're all right. Let's see. The robot dogs weirded me out, though we never see them again. Did is there another movie where we saw robot dogs that look very similar to that? Because mm-hmm. I swear I've seen something that had a robot dog. There's a Black looked... Mirror episode that had that kind of like that. Uh, that's um, what I'm thinking of. That's because yeah. I watched Black Mirror. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> they kind of reminded me of the robot dogs from The Kingsman Two. Oh, Secret Service. No, the Golden Circle. The second one, the Golden Circle. Yeah, Secret Golden Service Circle. is like the good one. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that movie's great. But then at the very end, the girl brings up anal sex, and you're like, "Where is this coming from? <laughs> this is the end of this movie. Yeah, what in the world?" And then that's how the movie does end. Is literally the camera panning down to her ass. Yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, well, you got some anal sex out of it, and you're like, okay. I mean, I mean, I guess, I guess. they ultimately they get married, so. Anal sex yeah, so leads to marriage, I guess, is what the moral yeah. of the story is. A lot of people have, have stipulated that over the years. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Let's see. <laughs> it's in the prenup. Yeah, mm-hmm. prenup. Okay, so I was, again, I was at, I was with uh, Sam, as I've said like 11 times now, and I paused the movie, and he looks at me and goes, what's wrong? And I said, you can't call it a Jeep if it's a Toyota. <laughs> <laughs> he says, "Go get in the jeep," and then it pans over, and it's a Toyota. I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, I know only Jeep owners care, but would do? Would you call it a truck, though? Yeah, call it a truck. Yep. Because uh, so I used get to work with this guy that he drew. He drove a uh, Xterra, right? Mm-hmm. And he called it his truck. Oh, I hate that! And I was like, "That's not a truck. That's an Xterra. Yeah. That's a." That's it. Or an SUV, not even a, but yeah. It's like a, it's like if a vehicle could be a transvestite. <laughs> 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 that's, a what an ex- that's what an exterior is. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I mean, you know, it's the same. It's, I understand like Jeep can be kind of a universal for SUV. Like I, yeah. I do get that, but you know, it's. I mean, if it would have been a Humvee, he would have said, get in the Humvee, because that's what the name of the thing is. And it's a very specific thing. It would or not have Hummer. made sense. Yeah. You're not, I mean, it would have been weird if he would have said, get in the Toyota. 
because then it sounds like a product placement. But the fact that he said Jeep, again, is a product placement. But then it's not. Well, they right. did say Escalade at one point. Yeah. Oh, well. They did. Yeah. And then there was the best car in the movie. That's right. The Dodge Stratus. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought of you when I saw that. <laughs> well, of course you did, because I drive a Dodge Stratus. Oh, I bet you felt powerful. You know Way what? You I was I'm laughing. so proud of you. I was laughing so hard when he said, the GPS is locked into the car, or the coordinates are locked into the car's GPS. I'm like, that car was built before GPS was a thing. Get out of here. <laughs> it's like a Unless 90. It's a Tom Tom. No, it is not. Yeah. <laughs> this is a Garmin. Uh, it's got MapQuest directions printed out. They're on the dash. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Still, I loved it. Uh, okay, so Sam, you mentioned that this movie yes. has lots of tropes, right? Yeah, yeah, and I think so. I wrote a few of them, like uh, the savant, you know, military guy doesn't want to follow orders. We get right. that, yep. we get that one. Yep. Um, or hero has a conscious hero with a conscience has a problem with the way things are. You know, mm-hmm. you, you see that a lot yep. where. Especially in war movies, right? Where like you get like the green-eyed conscience man who comes in and he wants to do things right, and then he sees a little injustice happen and he like freaks out. That's a thing. Yeah. Um, one of the other ones, I don't know why this always kind of annoys me in movies, is like, like when he pulls up in the Dodge Stratus. I'm gonna say it like that from now on. And he pulls up and there's the fence and he's overlooking the nuclear plant. Like that's like four miles away, and then the next <laughs> shot is him running. And I yeah. thought, did he run the whole way? Yeah, he's they very train. fit. They trained for that. I guess. Mm-hmm. Just gump. Yeah. Just kept on running. <laughs> I think I'll go home now. <laughs> I think I'm tired. I'm just gonna go home now. <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. I just that that I was key on that a lot when you see like, all right, let's let's we'll land the helicopter over there and then walk five miles that way. Like, well, you could have landed over there, but Anyway, I, those are the dumb things I think about. Helipads are so last year, though. Yeah, that is true. You're right. <laughs> I did write. Uh, so this is kind of like Training Day, where it felt like. Yes, and I was I, I I was gonna point that out too, where Denzel is is showing him the ropes to to make him the fall guy by the end, right? Yeah. But it also felt like not only is he the, but he's not just the fall guy because he. Anthony Mackie needs the people to die and know that he is the cause so that they'll yeah. shut his program down and you know, stop trying to make more of those things. Right? Did, like, right? That happened in the movie. I'm not misremembering that, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's definitely, yeah, he wants to get credit as AI doing this because he wants AI to be shut down. Yep. Yeah, so that, that, that's a different twist, though, I'll admit. That's a different twist on, on the AI trope. AI is bad trope everlasting war yeah i don't know and then i did write the last my last note i didn't take a lot of notes most of my notes were actually uh, clips that i captured uh was the moral of the story war is bad but sometimes you have to sacrifice a few to save many i mean i guess that's right i guess that's part of the main moral of the story so how do you can i ask you guys how do you feel about the initial decision at the beginning of the movie so he he takes out this launcher, killing two Marines when he was told not to do it by yeah. his commanding officers. What's your take? 
That's a good question. I mean, we as the audience are presented with the same amount of information as everyone else in the movie, right? It's not like we are gifted yeah. with information that we know, in fact, that it was some kind of launcher yeah. and that he was in the right. So mm-hmm. as far as we know, it was just a you know an armored truck that was there to act as a distraction. Um. You got to defer to the guys who were there. Like, <laughs> you just, yeah. you know, you have to. Yeah. Or, or you yeah. have to defer. Like, if you're not going to defer to the people who were there, you need to have been there yourself. Otherwise, you definitely shouldn't be the one making the, the choice. No. I just thought it was weird that the drone that he's flying is advanced enough to target good guys in blue and bad guys in red. Why not shoot those bad guys in red on the buildings? Like that's what I, it didn't make any sense. I mean, I think just because it only had like heavy firepower. I mean, I guess, but that's that that this is going back to my problem with the movie of the technology. We have robots that can hold guns and shoot things, yet, like, where are our small armored drones, our flying drones with you know like a gun on the thing? Like, can't we shoot the guys from the building? I don't know. It just seemed really. Like we have that technology now, today in 2020, yeah. we have the technology, you know, to to. I don't know. I'm just all I'm thinking of is like Black Hawk Down when all the ba- bad guys were on these buildings, and so they sent the little helicopters with just machine guns to just strafe the buildings. Mm-hmm. Why can't we do that thing? Duct tape a few uh, poison tip darts onto an Amazon drone. We got yeah, this. yeah. I mean, it just sounds yeah. like a plan. Yeah, it sounds like a great idea. I don't know. I just. It it felt like those guys, the way the movie had to have them die, just felt really, I don't know, ill conceived. I guess I don't know. Just in, in a movie where Anthony Mackie can make his skin be whatever color it needs to be, we have that technology. But you know, for years, Sean, I said your complexion was clear, but uh, this one. <laughs> yeah, this is translucent. This, yeah. this is gonna. Yeah, make that's me actually what it. I look like when I lift my shirt up. You actually can see my heartbeat <laughs> like a baby fish. So nice. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, okay, anything else we want to poo-poo on this movie before we do clips? I mean, I don't know. What do you guys think? Was there anything that we I'm, liked? I'm over the uh, the older guy in the service who's like, "Oh, you young kids, you don't know nothing." Like the whole rookie thing. I like nobody ever needs to use the word rookie again. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that trope and, is just so flipping annoying at this point. It really was, is. Was he a rookie though? I mean, they talked yeah. about his experience and how many. You know, a rookie to me is like well, it's my first day on the job, or I've been doing this for a month. That's a rookie, but. Yeah, but I think like if you've never been shot at and now you're serving with a bunch of military guys who get shot at every day, it's like they're definitely going to haze you until you know what you're talking about. But he, I mean, wasn't his he was in the military though. I mean, like even though it was a quote-unquote desk job, I I don't know. I don't see him as a rookie in my eyes, but I think that you're right though. The trope is definitely there it's and so played it's, out. Yes, yes. And it's Useless, in my opinion, especially in this circumstance. I, it feels like it's it's always going to be there in military movies because you always assume that the young guy that doesn't know what they're doing is going to get you killed, right? At least that's the way it is yeah. in the movie. I mean, 
Um, a friend of the show, Stuart, his, his youngest daughter is in the Army. She's in week five of boot camp as I record this, and I'm sure she's gotten her fair share of hazing, and she'll get some more when she gets you know, into active duty and she starts doing her job and things like that. But, uh, but to your guy's point, I don't think it's the same. It's not the same, obviously, right? And but yeah, Andrew, you're also. I keyed in on that too when they kept calling him rookie, and I thought he has like six thousand flight hours. This this is a a dude that went through boot camp and then has been <laughs> in active duty. I mean, he's been the responsible for killing a lot of people. Now. Again, to he him, had his finger on a trigger of a of a of a bomb, a pretty darn big missile or whatever yeah. he shot. I mean, yeah. they they would not give that to a rookie. Yeah, I wouldn't. I think. mean, maybe he's. Uh, I don't know. You're, you're right. We it feels like those types of guys have lots of experience and lots of psych evals and 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 things like that. I know it's different when you're being shot at versus when you're not being shot at. It's easy to be safe when you're in Phoenix, Arizona, in the desert. Yeah, I think we just don't like yeah. it because it's not merit-based. It has nothing to do, like, you gain respect in the military not through, like, excellence or, uh, you know, but, like, did you do the same stuff as us? Like, were you there? Like, yeah. that's kind of all that's required. Like, what are you one of us or not? Like, we don't, we don't really judge each other by, like, if they're good or not. It's just like, well, you know, are we in this together or not? And if until you've, like played the game, I think it's just kind of a, a distrust. Yeah. But we've heard about it, you know? <laughs> Yeah, no, that's very fair. Well, it's, it's it's like you know what they show in Band of Brothers as well. You know, you've got the guys who are in the field doing the dirty work, and even if you come in uh, later to do that same work, you're not considered uh, as as yeah. much of a not. I don't want to say as much of a soldier, but you know, you're kind of talked down to because you weren't there when it happened. Yeah, the replacements, like the the guys. That or, get, yeah, exactly. The replacements FNG. come in, and yeah, they. Yeah, they get they get basically shit on until they get into a fight and then prove that they can do it. Prove yeah. themselves exactly. Right. But those are rookies, <laughs> right? Yeah, like yeah. those guys are rookies. Is yeah, is, you know. Um, I don't know. Maybe yeah, but, and you always see the one guy who's like, "Listen, don't call me a rookie. I was there at Bastogne." And they're like, "Oh man, you were there. All right, never mind. We'll be nice to you." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think I think the the World War II Banner Brothers equivalency would be like. You know, hey, I'm not a rookie. I've been in this war as long as you have. All you do is drive the Jeep. Like, all you do is drive the car yeah. around. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like, you're not getting shot at. You know, yeah. As, as opposed to, like, a pilot, right? Like, a pilot, they're getting shot at. But you know. Well, especially drone pilots, for God's sake. Yeah. That was, that was, <laughs> you, you could know. argue drone pilots get shot at probably the most. Yeah. <laughs> and by shot at, you mean alcohol. Uh, I got some clips. You ready for some clips? Yeah. Yep. All right, cool. Here we go. Uh, I just like this clip. That's why I'm going to play it now. Danger close. Danger close. I also, I like the way that he's kind of being portrayed as cold and calculating. You know, okay. I mean, he just told these men in the most calm way possible, that I'm going to fire a missile five feet from your face. I mean, it's just, this is just cold and, and, and calculating. Just Danger close. It's just, oh, it's... Yeah. Reminds me of my high school math teacher. Oh. Oh. Was he danger close? Oh, I was say, was he danger close? Is that why? 
Yeah, his last name was C L O S. <laughs> no, that was the science teacher. Danger Klaus. We, we, we were all kind of creeped out by that one. Oh. I <laughs> yeah. am Danger Klaus. Danger Klaus. So, uh, here's some Latin. You mean, sir? You don't have permission to speak until I ask you a question. You even know why you're here? Experiential Moctoria, sir. Authority of experience. Don't give it a Latin name, shit. Explain it to me. There you go. What is going on in the background? You know, it, I didn't notice it until that playing, but what you're right. It sounds like somebody on? is in some pain at the end of the clip there. Hold you on. Sir. It explain it to me. <laughs> Constipation. That might just be some extracurricular stuff, you know? Somebody like, what the heck? Struggling. Explain it to me. <laughs> that I mean, was somebody reacting to how terrible the acting was in that scene. That was somebody with headphones on yeah, from the director crew, like, ah, what are we Put doing? Me on the bomb. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, you said the bomb. I just thought about this. So if Anthony Mackie, uh, this is what confuses me. So they're having mm -hmm. the fight, and Anthony Mackie puts like the arm bar on him. And he's trying to knock him out. So he's obviously not trying to kill him, right? He wants him to right. live. Yeah. yeah. But did he know that he would only be passed out for like a couple of minutes? Because it feels like if that rocket goes up and he's on that catwalk, he's cooked. Yeah. So yeah. is this just another case of a bad guy maybe not he, fulfilling, like maybe. just reading the script, knowing he's not supposed to kill him? Maybe he was going to uh, grab him on the way out. Oh, but it, but it also, I don't know. It also kind of felt like Anthony Mackie was there to die. I didn't think he was. His plan was ever to to make it out of that silo alive. Um, uh, maybe. I see. I don't know. I don't know. And I, I feel like this isn't a case where the, I'm supposed to fill the gaps in for myself. Movie. I think. I need you to tell me a little more. I kind of feel like I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Here's 18 seconds of. I like 17 seconds of this dialogue, except the last line. I don't know why, but it annoyed me. Here we go. Imagine what he'll do if he get his hands on those silos. Yeah, a madman with nukes. A crazy terrorist with nukes. Downtown Washington, New York, Paris. Who knows? What I do know is, there won't be a pretty little wedding in Palm Springs unless you're wearing Factor 500 UV protection. <laughs> oh, dear. Which See, is actually just, what I wear. Too much, that's yeah. too much knowledge of, like, the industry term for sunscreen. Like, Factor 500. Like, that's not... Yeah. But, uh, but the fact that he says Factor 500, no one says that. He would say SPF 5000. Like, that's the joke. Right. Right. Yeah. No one says factor five hundred. What does that mean? Five hundred times one SPF? I don't know. But it, it's a dumb line. I, 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 like he's trying to build tension and and exposition, obviously. But like, here are the stakes, uh, and I want the medium rare. But also, nukes are bad. I don't know. It just. I, I think the line was dumb. It's worse than my joke that I just did. Oh my yeah. god, there's some terrible acting in it. Yeah. <laughs> Worse than my joke that I just did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this was also kind of a dumb line. Why wouldn't they make me a blonde haired, blue eyed, all American varsity peckerwood? Didn't want to ask. Thought it might be robotist. Robotist. Yeah. 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 I, I, I feel I feel targeted by this uh 
Uh, I, I feel like that's <laughs> reaching. That's really reaching. At, at an attempt both to be funny and PC. Yeah, and this is a Scandinavian director. You know, that part of me is like, hey man, what's going on? What's going on right now? Yeah. <laughs> this doesn't make anybody feel better or worse. This is just weird. Well, I don't want people to be robotist. <laughs> it it kind of reminds me of remember the movie we did? I don't know, Steve, I don't know if you watched it, but the movie Bright with Will Smith. Oh uh, no, I I didn't watch it. I something about the preview, I was just like, you don't need to watch that. Yeah, it, good for you. We did it for the show. I kind of liked it, but there's a couple of moments that really kind of were triggered is the wrong word, but really kind of <laughs> uh, I hit on. One of them was when he refers to one of the ogres, because again, it's a world where ogres are real and fairies and elves and things, right? And he refers to one of the ogres as a Shrek looking MFer. And I thought, in a world where ogres are real, are we making a movie about a fake ogre? You know, like, are we making that movie? Well, donkey, we yeah. might do that. But the other part that I always kind of, again, this is before this kind of the second wave of Black Lives Matter is when he kills one of the little fairies and says, fairy lives don't matter. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. In, like, that's a joke that doesn't hold up. You know what I'm saying? Mm, because like, Not the, at all. Because in the, the first time, it, it, again, the, where Black Lives Matter first came out, Bad stuff happened, you know, we get it, but then it kind of went away a little bit. It kind of settled down, and then it, you know, everything kind of ramped back up with George Floyd. So the joke, I think, is even more kind of distaste now than it, is, it was then. But even then, it's still, I, like, they convinced Will Smith that that was something he should say? I don't know. Just, That's because mm. Will Smith gets into trouble a lot, or just not trouble, but, like, holes, because he's not funny. Like... Will Smith is good at delivering funny lines that someone writes for him, but he's not funny. And so he takes stuff that I think like someone tells him like, oh, this is funny. And he's like, oh, great. And then he's in that movie and you're like, do what? Yeah. 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 <laughs> what brilliant commentary for the three of us. <laughs> I feel like I really just landed one. Yeah. Great. Um, here's a little Captain America reference. I can do this all day. Can do yeah. This. Only the difference is, is that Captain America would never torture somebody by sticking their finger, his finger, in your bullet hole. There was another reference, though. He calls him Cap at one point, which we call, yeah, several times I think. Yeah. Uh, which uh, is not necessarily Captain America, but yeah. Well, they also uh, use the phrase "war machine" too. So, but I mean, yeah. I know those t- those terms are not exclusively. Exclusive rights to the MCU, but it's just to the point now where we we associate those things. Listen, War Machine is Mad Max Fury Road. Okay, <laughs> is that the name of the guitar playing guy with the flames? Oh no, but that guy rules for sure. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, uh, Sam, I uh, asked you this uh, in a text last night, and I'm glad I was able to find it. Here we go. The greater good. There you go. He did say the greater good. The greater Didn't he good. say it twice? I don't know. I, that's the kind of like the time I caught it. I think he okay. said it twice in the movie because it caught my attention. Yeah. That's actually why I'm here reviewing this movie. It's for, for the, the greater, greater good. good. <laughs> oh, I, I here's another clip. Sorry, this was way out of order. I, my apologies, but um, I liked this line. This is probably my favorite line of the movie, honestly. Where's the vault? 
Oh, I'm a dead man. If I... Either I kill you or Victor Kovo kills you. But I'm much closer right now. I like that line. I mean, we've seen versions or we've heard versions of that line before. You know, like, oh, yeah. he's going to kill me. Well, what do you think I'm going to do? Or, you know, there, there's always been other kind of versions of that. I just like this one where he's like, I'm closer. And yeah. Goes, okay. And then the redheaded popped him. Now, of course, we've already made allusions. Allusions? That's not a phrase. We have made... Chain of Islands, though. Uh, and, and, and allusions. Uh, we've already made reference, is what I was trying to say, gosh, uh, to the fact that they made uh, multiple times the phrase... Outside the wire. So here's my 11 second supercut. We don't control any of the area outside the wire. Be advised, we are proceeding outside the wire. It's his first day outside the wire. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> that is some horrendous voice acting. Yeah. yeah the guy on the radio did good. <laughs> <laughs> I like the guy in agony in the end of that first scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was uh, believable. Uh, what do you mean, sir? That name shit, explain it to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like a like a slowed down Wilhelm scream. Kind yeah, of. I, it, I'm going to have to go rewatch that to see if there's something happening in the background that I, I, I missed. Honestly, right? Netflix is only making movies like this, so there's probably like around the corner they're filming another scene for like a <laughs> it's another a, point. Yeah. Netflix caper movie. It's another uh, Dumb and Dumber installment. <laughs> okay, time for this. And now for some more bad news. Ready? Not a lot of trivia. It's, you know, Netflix movies just yeah. don't do a lot of trivia. I think there's like seven pieces of trivia, and two of them are the same. So, <laughs> so six pieces of trivia? Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Basically, because it's like, like two of them, one was the not spoiler section, and one was in the spoiler section where they said... This movie makes multiple references to the MCU. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so the other one, so the two pieces of trivia I actually wrote down, which is weird because I just realized that they're also kind of the same. Um, in the movie, Anthony Mackie runs with his arms resembling the way the Terminator T-1000 does in Terminator 2. Good for him. So the, the other piece of trivia I wrote, I, I captured because, I guess I captured it because I didn't really read it, other than the fact that it's really bad English. Uh, so what it's trying to let us know is that Harp shoots, uh, Harp shoots Leo in the at the end of the movie in the same way that Sarah Connor shoots the T-1000, like close quarters shoots him in the gut. But this is the way that this, this is written. When Harp shoots Leo in the end, this looks similar as Sarah Connor shoots T-1000. Oh. Okay. Maybe the Swedish director wrote that? I don't know. I was going to say that maybe this was translated by Google Translate for somebody. Be. It could be, honestly. It just Some weird gurgle. It came out weird. When Harp shoots Leo in the end, this looks similar as Sarah Connor shoots T-1000. Yes, but if you say it with accent... <laughs> with, with, with Russian accent. <laughs> uh, I like it. Okay, time for this. Excuse me while I whip this out. All right. Oh. I tried for a couple of weeks to do kind of the call to action in between. It felt so weird. I can't do it. 
I'm going yeah, back. Sometimes, sometimes when you put it in the middle, it's not as comfortable. Yeah. So you got to move it to the side, you know. Yeah. Uh, especially if you're jogging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just you it was, carb up. It was uncomfortable, so I'm putting it back where it was, and there we go. Though we we've actually gotten some feedback, which is great <laughs> about some stuff. So I really appreciate that. So before we get into that stuff, though, I must do. Say top three. We're doing movies where we have to stop the bomb, where the people are trying to stop either the nuke or the bomb or the whatever. Typically, bomb or nuke, but they're trying to stop the bomb. So, so what are they trying to stop? I'm sorry. What were you saying? The Dodge Stratus. <laughs> they're trying to stop the Dodge. Stratus. They're trying to stop the Dodge Stratus from getting outside the wire. That's right. You cannot stop the drop. The, the, the Dodge Stratus. The Stratus will. Dude, my Dodge Stratus was. Was it? It was almost two hundred thousand miles when it finally, uh, when I finally sold it. So nice. Yes. Gone too soon. Gone too soon. Oh, <sighs> I love that car so much. Um, Sam, you no. Uh, who goes first? I'm gonna go Sam. first. No, Sam. No, you go you first. want Sam to go first? Andrew now goes last because his his are always better. You know what? Let's let our esteemed guest go first. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna assume that's me. That is you. Yes. Um, okay, so I actually I love a good scramble to disarm a bomb or stop a bomb movie. That's one of my favorite genres. And uh, I've got Jeff Bridges in Blown Away with Tommy Lee Jones. I think we'll all remember. Yeah. Uh-huh. That movie. One. That movie turned an entire it, generation into U two fans. It was like. Did it, did it blow you away? Oh. <laughs> Uh, no, but it was my first um, experience with ASMR. There's a, I watched that movie on headphones uh, the first time I saw it, and there's a scene where they're in uh, this Italian restaurant eating, and their whole conversation, it, there's so much mouth noise because they're eating like spaghetti, and, and Jeff Bridges is really going for it, like eating mussels and spaghetti and stuff. <laughs> and it's just like, it, it was like someone was like reaching inside my ears, and I was like, what in the world is happening to me? But I'll tell you what was happening, acting. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, okay, so that that's number one. Um, number two, I... The Fifth Element is one of my favorite. We got to stop this bomb from going off movies. It probably doesn't count to Sean, but I'm saying it anyway. Um, <laughs> actually, you know and, what? No, 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 Stephen. Actually, you know what? I'm with you. Not the bomb that blows up the hotel, but the evil thing at the end that they have to uh-huh. ultimately stop. That's the bomb because it's right. going to kill. <laughs> That's the th- yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Um, and any okay, so that to say... and, I mean, and just incredible cast. Chris Tucker, we don't see enough of you. Come back soon, oh, please. Um, and then also, uh, Crimson Tide. Oh, oh yeah, that's yeah. a really good one. That is good. Yes, yeah. that's Alabama. I just that that movie. There's so much attention to detail. Like, uh, I, I miss the days when we really like looked into well, what would it what would it be like to be a you know submarine operator and like what's this chain of command look like and can we actually like get introduced to some more of the crew than just the lead actors. You know, we're so lazy with our movies right now. Right. True. Um, though I will say the most recent sub movie I've watched, I've said this recently on the show, it was the, um, Hunter killer movie with Gerard Butler. I kind of like that movie. It's a lot of fun. (laughs) It's simple and, you know, but it's, there's, there's just something neat. And also it's actually kind of neat to see, what modern submarine technology, like how advanced it's gotten. 
I mean, they're they're sending out little drones to investigate with cameras and stuff. Like, there's there's some cool stuff happening. I don't know if it's real or not, but I like that movie. Anyway, who cares? Yeah. And they can make hot pockets now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, still, still only frozen or magma temperatures. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Just the two. <laughs> yeah. Frozen on the outside, burning. Molten. Is it hot enough? No, it's too hot. Oh, when will it be the right temperature? It'll never be the right temperature. It'll never be the right temperature. Sam. All right. Um, I have a. Uh, uh, I I don't know why I wrote this down, but I think I remember the bomb in it. True lies. Yeah. Okay. All right. Mm. Good. Yeah. Good. Though one of them goes off. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 Um, my number two is the rock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe not a bomb, but it's a chemical agent. Explosion. Yeah. 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 And then my number one, I'm right with 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 Stephen with uh, Crimson Tide is uh is is amazing. I'll change some mine. Am- I'll change mine to the sum of all fears, so you can have Crim- Crimson Tide. But but some it didn't explode. They they weren't able to. Well, one bomb does explode. Yeah. But then okay. they stop World War Three. Oh, uh, okay. Because of text messaging. <laughs> it's really wild. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I'm going to go real quick. Uh, but before I go, I'm going to read some of uh, kind of uh, some interactions we've gotten, which is great. So. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So I threw this question out on Twitter, and we got response from the Sudden but Inevitable podcast, which Ooh. is a podcast that does a Firefly recap. They've gone through each episode of Firefly, and they're watching them and, and reviewing them. And of the four cast members, two had never seen anything about Firefly or the movie Serenity. They're totally spoiler-free, Wow, which is amazing. It's actually kind of Imagine amazing. Imagine going back to the day where you see all that with virgin eyes. Oh, my God. That would be so much fun. <laughs> it would be. Right? Rookie. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, and this isn't just the fact that it's also super convenient, but uh, I can plug their, the episode. I was on last week's episode they had me on for episode nine ariel and i was able to uh, give my two cents about the show and again it was super exciting both to talk about it and also kind of difficult to not spoil anything because you know i've seen (laughs) the rest and so so they're they're asking questions about is this thing going to happen and i'm like i can't tell you because i know the answer and i don't want to spoil it for them but so sudden but inevitable podcast says the Rock is certainly near the top of our list, and if you oversimplify the plot a little, then so is Terminator 2. Yeah. So they okay. took Terminator right. 2. Yeah. And then yeah. on our Facebook page, I also put it on Facebook, Eric Moss said War Games, which is a good mm, one. Okay. Maxton, good friend Maxton, says Men in Black. And oh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Melissa Apple says, who, who guessed it on the show a little while ago? Uh, she says 13 Days. So, oh yeah, okay. the uh, Kevin Costner mm-hmm. Kennedy music uh, <laughs> music crisis, the musical, the musical yeah. <laughs> well, the when Kevin Costner sings, crisis. it is a music crisis. Stop yeah. the missile! Yeah. Stop the missile! I when I watched uh, Robin Hood, Stopping Prince now. of Thieves, I thought that Kevin Costner's British accent was the most off-putting thing I've ever seen, <laughs> and then I heard his uh, Boston accent his in singing. 13 days. <laughs> The man should not do accents. Yeah. Just, just just stick with what stick you got. With what stick you with got. the gravelly old guy. Yeah. yeah. And you're you're fine. You're fine. So he thank you all for uh, well. for your participation. That was great. I'll we'll keep doing that more as, as long as we can yeah. keep as long as we can come with the our three word or our top three 
before five minutes before the show, we'll be able to continue to do that. Um, so my top three, uh, my honorable mention, of course, well, not of course, but I was able to find a Star Trek connection. So Star Trek, I guess, 10, which is Star Trek Nemesis, in which at the very end they must board the uh, the ship, which is ca- uh, captained by the... Um, uh, Romulans. Oh, gosh. Well, yeah, it is Romulans, actually. It really is. Uh, they're actually Re- Remans. What's his name, Sam? He's from your movie, Fury Road. Mad Max himself is the... Tom Hardy. Yeah, thank you. He's uh, it's his theatrical debut. It's his, uh, anyway, they have to stop the bomb, so whatever. There you go. Star Trek, here's our Star Trek connection. My other ones, I did Blown Away also. This is my number Ooh. three. Number two, nice. I did Mission Impossible 4, which is Fallout, where Tom Cruise literally screams, Mission accomplished, and hits the button, and it, the nuke doesn't detonate, doesn't blow up Seattle or whatever. And then my number one is Die Hard 3. Oh, uh, a lot of bomb it, diffusions. Yes, is, is, isn't that where they're going around having to do like escape room puzzles to, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. to, to get it done? Actually, right. yeah, I wonder if that had a hand. <laughs> yeah, this would be kind of a fun uh, date yeah. night, you know. Yeah, and one of the scenes was filmed in Charleston, which is uh, very cool. So, awesome. I always like little little cackalacky. Uh, Connections. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Connections, yeah. All right, time for this. Wait, what's supposed to happen? That's not true at all. It's Andrew's turn. I'm so Damn used to it, going Sean. last. See, you've, th- you've done this two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. I am here. <laughs> oh, I yeah. showed up. You're, you're <laughs> 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 all right, Bri- I don't, don't want to go now. Oh, um, <laughs> oh no, please, No, hold Andrew. on. I'll give you the sounder again. Excuse me while I whip this out. There he is. That's, it's, it's not the same. Okay. Um, well, hold on, I hold have, on, hold on. No, no, no. I, I gotta give you, I gotta give you something. Let's see. Uh, I can give you this. How's that? The area. Or how about the boot? Yes. Or uh, <laughs> those are all Andrew ones. <laughs> those are perfect. Yeah, those are perfect. Um, oh my God! You're right. <laughs> Go ahead, Andrew. Andrew, yours, and I'll find Stephen. No, you're fine. Um, so I did some, and maybe I misunderstood the uh, the top three category today, but I did things where they were trying to stop a bomb, but the bomb still went off. Oh, uh, so okay. Um, and because of that, I had two honorable mentions, which were Star Trek: Wrath of Khan, uh, where mm, they're yeah. trying to stop the Genesis device, and then uh, also another Star Trek: Into Darkness, where they're trying to stop this volcano from. Destroying the home planet, which I kind of counted as a bomb. I don't. Yeah, if you count the really volcano as a bomb, they stop it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then so my number three, I have a movie called Stripes with Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray. Yes, that one. And number two, I have Broken Arrow. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. And then uh, number one, what? Did we do that for the podcast or no? No, no. I don't think so, no. Steven, that, that's got your name written all over it. Oh, baby, I'm there. Christian we, Slater, oh, hello. We watched that movie a bunch, you and I. It's a good one. Uh, and then number one, I have The Dark Knight. Ooh. Uh, uh, a a bomb, bomb of uh, of hallucinogen. Is there's a no, bomb the, in The Dark Knight? Uh, is this not the one? Am I thinking of the wrong one? Dark Knight Rises. You're thinking of the oh, Dark, Dark Knight, Knight Rises. Rises, the bad. Sorry, one. I got it. Okay. I have the yeah, the boat, the Joker. There we are. 
Oh, those oh, bombs. No, that's Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah that's Dark Knight. You're right. You're right. I had oh. it right. You were just confused. I thought you were yeah, talking so. about the nuke at the end of the bad one. You're right. No, no, no. No, I would never even mention that one. <laughs> Good. All right. Great. All right. Gosh. Okay. I'm so, like, bummed out that I can't find my... The... Steven. Yeah. Like, where... Yeah. Well, it's when you called, have like a billion files, audio it's also, files. It's also karma for forgetting about me two weeks in a row. Yeah, honestly. No, too. Yeah. You're not I mean, wrong. It is, it's deserved. Totally. I'm trying to remember how I spelled. Did I spell Steven? How did I. Uh, the, <laughs> he's known you for how long and he's canceled. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't say, know. You guys knew each other. Steven. There he is. Go. I'm going to re record that for you. Wait, really? Be amazing. Yeah. But it's just going to be... You'll still only be able to use it when I'm on. No, I, I would only ever use it when you're on. <laughs> you went through puberty since then, since the first time you recorded it there. Yeah. A little, little, little deeper this little time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right, great. Uh, what, what now? Oh, the all right, so... Out of ten. Gosh, dang it. Wait, what's supposed to happen? All right, this is where um, Andrew goes first this time, so I don't forget him. <laughs> we give the score of one to ten of this movie. Just for Got what it. it's worth, I, I I don't always do this, but just IMDb has this ranked at a 5.4. Okay, Ooh. good, because I, I was getting ready to say okay. I normally look, and I didn't this time. Yeah. Uh, well, the last couple of movies that we've watched, I've had in the five range, and I did not like this one as much as those. So this one's going to be uh, in the fours. Uh, wow. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm going to give this a four point eight two. All right. Just because I wanted to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Your last three are five point five, five point seven, five point eight. So yeah. Broke your streak. All right. Sir, guest, All uh, right. guest of honor. No, no, Stephen goes next. Okay. Oh. I'm going to give it a 5.8. Um, I wanted to go lower, but I'm too weak. <laughs> okay. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings who may hear this podcast. So 5.8. Keep diplomat. the industry happy, right? That's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Sam. Oh, I can actually go now. You can. Sure? Is it my turn? Yes. Is it, oh, so I'm next. <laughs> <laughs> and another thing, <laughs> um, I'm I'm gonna I agree with IMDb. Uh, the the action scenes redeem it to a certain extent, but it's just it's forgettable. It's a five point four three out of ten. All right. Um, oddly enough, with both of your long, <laughs> we're still just at a comfortable five point three. That's weird. <laughs> uh. I'm just going to give it a five, you know, five gumps sat alone on the bench of the park. It's gumps sat alone in Boogie Mars. It's just fine. Yeah. It's fine. I mean, I had kind of fun with it, but I think, honestly, Sam, I had more fun because I was hanging out with you watching yeah, it. I think you know, so too. like if I was just at the house. I mean, I, I usually watch these with my wife, so I probably would have, you know, not that I have to backpedal because she would listen to this because she won't, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. I think it was more fun where I could like, you know, hey, hey, I know this this is going to come up. So, and then your dog like bit me. Tries to attack you. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> like for real, Constantly. his dog is like awkwardly aggressive and also not. It's it's weird. His dog's weird. Uh, the last little <laughs> thing, Stephen, this will be new for you. So um, my parents literally bought me a poster of 101 classic movie quotes. It sits okay. here in front of me. And so I we played this game where it's right it's right next to the Kathy Ireland poster that they bought him. Ooh, uh, the eighty four. Yeah. All right, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, was, yeah. I figured you'd go with um, oh, the Shawshank Redemption poster. Um, Rita Hayworth. Rita Hayworth is where I thought oh. you were going with that actually. Uh, so anyway, I've been I read a quote and you don't have to guess it because usually they're pretty obvious. Uh, uh, usually pretty obvious, but I'll let people that are listening. You know, listeners, they can they can play along if they want, and we actually did get a uh, a response. Good, because uh, I didn't know what last week's was. Uh, well, no, you knew last week's. Oh no, wait, yeah, you had to have known last week's. Last week's was I see dead people. Oh yeah, okay, so I did know that one. There was one before uh, you didn't get the village. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, we were going to talk about it off air and we forgot. Anyway, not the point. The point is, is that we did have a listener actually send a message in. Andrew, a good friend of the show, Andrew Abernathy said, oh, hey, by the way, uh, the quote was, uh, wait, hold on, sorry. Uh, the quote was from, uh, the pusher episode was from the sixth sense. And now someone has finally messaged you about it. <laughs> So he was nice. <laughs> and I said thanks, and he said, "Oh, and the Marvel team up was an actual comic in the '80s and '90s." I said, "Oh, huh. that's really cool. I didn't know that." So that's a go. So from Jumper, he said Pusher. I think okay. he meant uh, Push or Jumper. Push. Jumper doesn't matter. Anyway, in Jumper, doesn't matter. In Jumper, they he says Marvel team up. I didn't know that was a thing. So this episode, the little quote is simply. There's no place like home. Hmm. I wonder so, what that is. Yeah. Sam Sam would have no idea what that is. No at clue all. what that is. Yeah. At all. On a completely different note, Sam's wife's favorite movie of all time is, in fact, The Wizard of Oz. Those have nothing to do with each other. I'm just stating a fact. Yeah. It, yeah. Sam, what was it like when, when you saw, when we had color for the first time? Can you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was. <laughs> under it detail was, force. It was magical. And what was what was Kennedy like? Speaking of magical, Stephen's taking clothes off. This is actually pretty great. So I just, just yeah, I just just want you guys all to know and, that. This and, is and he's not charging us for his OnlyFans. No, this is great. Uh, yeah. So, so <laughs> my uh, OnlyFans is actually an OnlyMans. Nice. He sent me a box with a pair of used underwear in it. So you guys, you're you're behind. Lightly, yeah. lightly yeah. used. You lightly. just wanted to. You just wanted to bring Dingleberry back. I did. <laughs> so oh my it's a Timberlake song. Yes. <laughs> uh, gosh, guys, that's it. That's the show. Thank you so much for listening. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, Stephen, how can I find more information about you and the things you're doing? And please tell me. I heard a rumor that you're working on a new album. Oh my God! Who told you that? Oh. Um, <laughs> writer Yay. of some of my mother's favorite songs, local oh, my sensations. Daughters love, my, my ten and eight year old love love your stuff. So. Oh man, well yeah. we're probably on the same reading level, so that's good. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. So I've been making a, a record this this whole year during COVID and everything, and oh, like sweet. crowdfunding it uh, last 
late February, early March. So it's really been a, a year in the making and just a lot of stop and go with the virus and everything. So I'm so happy it's done. And uh, just did a couple of photo shoots last week. So really the only thing I'm finishing now is just some graphic stuff. And then it's going to be coming out. Hey, speaking of your of your photo shoot, I really uh, think that the the chair that you're sitting in is <laughs> fantastic. Yes, that one's that one's probably my favorite. The uh, the one on the uh, cheap seat r- review yeah. cover. Yeah, <laughs> that's for my first record. That was uh, that was my ex girlfriend's chair. <laughs> nice. I had I lost that in the uh, in the breakup. Oh, oh, that's that's sad. But I kept all the songs. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, you, you just Steve Everett uh, music. Steve Everett music is me on all the social media outlets, and I'd love to hear from you. And feel free to listen on Apple Music or Spotify or wherever. Sweet. Yes, take take that uh, stimulus check and support local music by buying Steven's music. Is is what give I give me. Give me that stimmy. Yeah, I think that's what he's saying. Is buy some of Steven's music. Give I, me that stimmy. I love I'm, it. I'm curious, Stephen, because I'm I, so I have Apple Music. I I down I I I pay for that, and I recently show off. Yeah, and but I I downloaded your most recent album, uh, Honest Gaff, and and Honest Graft. Honest uh, Graft is what I meant to say. I apologize. Yeah. That's, that was a, gaff a, is a different thing. It was a gaff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I've been listening to it uh, in between other podcasts, and it's it's so good. Anyway. Well, thanks, man. Yeah, it's great. I hope you get money from that though. If you don't, I'll go buy a T-shirt or something. No, yeah. Well, I'm about to launch a whole lot of ways for you to give me your money, so it's awesome. all good. That's what Sweet. that's what I want to hear. <laughs> that's what I want to hear. So go to Stephen's websites and support him financially because he's awesome, and you should do that. Now, no, just support me emotionally. Okay, well then support us financially by going to facebook.com slash cheapseatreviews where you can buy nothing. Or you can follow us on Twitter at Cheap Seatcast, where again you can buy nothing. Um, though at some point, Sam, maybe, maybe what? we might have what? the possibility of, of purchasing some things off of Sam's Etsy page, where Sam mm-hmm. is in oh. the 3D printing business yeah. like crazy, and oh. maybe you can own a 3D model of the cheap seat chair. Sam oh, can email you, know. you a wrench. <laughs> <laughs> Plastic cheap. Plastic wrench. Yeah. No, I'm excited. There maybe some merch will come along. I don't know. I've I've never really thought of the idea of having merch for the show. I never thought people would care to have like stickers of that dumb chair I drew or our faces or anything. So I don't know. What I will, but I, what I do know is if you can go to iTunes, Google Play, any of those places, we're not on we're not on Spotify, but you know Pandora, we're there. Um, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, leave us a review. That would be great. We actually had someone leave us a review not that long ago, and I don't have it in front of me. Otherwise, I'd give them a lot of credit because it was super nice of them to leave us a review because, it's, frankly, it's been a while since someone's done that. So please go leave us a review, iTunes. It helps kind of spread the word. Cheapseatreviews.libsyn, that's L-I-B-S-Y-N.com, is how you can find old episodes. I, I did a little way back Wednesday earlier today and shared episode like 155 from six years ago this week. Uh, that How was about a, that? That was a lot of fun to do that. So, uh, so yeah, Libsyn, cheapseatreviews.libsyn.com is how you can find old episodes because iTunes only goes back so far. That's uh, right. Yes. And let's see, uh, episode 155. 
Uh, Instagram. We're on Instagram. Cheap Seat Reviews. I'm actually posting things there more than once a month, which is kind of mm-hmm. neat. Um, oh, wait. Episode 155 was Swiss Army Man. Swiss Army Man. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. On behalf of Andrew and Sam, thank you so much, Stephen, for coming. This is Sean saying thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next week where we will do the movie Atonement. We're doing Atonement with a special guest, Will Triplett. Will will be rejoining the show next week for Atonement. This is Cheap Seat Reviews.